0: Hi, I'm Mara Webster with In Creative Company, and today we are joined by the wonderful Dallas Dupree Young to talk all about the latest season of Netflix's Cobra Kai, which was, of course, your first season. And it sounds like the audition process was very extensive for you, kind of spanning a few weeks between the initial audition and all of the callbacks. Were you auditioning with the the same scene each time or did they start having you kind of show different sides or or different elements of what Kenny's story was going to be and different parts of who he is as a character in this season?
1: So for my auditioning process, I did the same exact audition for both the callbacks and the original audition. And it was cool because they showed different sides of my character, like you just said. And they really skipped through the evolution throughout the entire season. So they did the one uh, they did me being like a scared teenager and then going into the part where I beat up LaRusso. And it was cool because they wanted to see the different sides of me and see if I could have different ranges and go from a, a scare kid to a bully again. So it was, it was really cool, but it was an extensive process, but I really enjoyed every single minute of it.
0: Yeah. And you admitted that when you went on to your first day of production that there, you know, there were a little bit of nerves. Is there, it's very natural coming into a season where also everybody already knows each other. Um, and did you just kind of like really just focus on the work at hand, what your lines were, what the scene was, or how do you push through when you have those moments where you feel a little bit nervous on new projects?
1: Yes. Uh, working on new projects is definitely difficult. And especially like this one, because everybody had it, already had the dynamic with each other. And I was like, I need to, find a way to fit in, but also focus on my work. And I remember that day, like it was yesterday, honestly, I was all focused. I I knew my lines. I kept going over it uh, throughout the entire car ride. And I was like, I just want to be perfect, even though I know I can't be perfect because I'm human. And it was so funny. I got on stage and I was unbelievably nervous. I started to sweat before the scene even started. And the funny thing was, I remember in rehearsal, I forgot my line and... Tanner, he was so cool about it. He backed it up. He said, "He said, oh my bad guys, I forgot my line, right?" And I was like, "I was like, oh, that was nice of you, because I completely forgot it, and I was so nervous." But after that, I started to relax a little bit, and they all eased my my nerves because they just had a conversation with me. They were getting to know me, but I, I really enjoyed every part of it, and it was it was really cool. And it's it's definitely difficult to go on a new show.
0: That's amazing that Tanner did that because it also sounds like he was a really wonderful mentor to you coming into this show off screen, as well as the way that his character kind of shepherds Kenny as well, um, you know, in really kind of talking you through like how things work on set, some of the details of how they do all the scenes and what were some of the most helpful things that he told you coming into the show?
1: The most helpful things that Tanner told me. So the first thing he told me was that this production moves very quickly. And what he means by that is, they get two two shots and that's it. Then we're, we're moving on to the next part. And that was the first thing that he told me. And then he also just taught me kind of the origins of karate a little bit. And he taught me how to work on my technique and stay calm throughout, like, stress at all times. And just to keep focused, keep staying on your grind. And he was he was awesome, such a great mentor to me. And he really helped me keep pushing and keep elevating my craft and honing in on my professionalism throughout the entire time.
0: And you did a huge amount of karate training before production began, obviously. And and I know that karate is something that you started when you were much younger and you've kind of done on and off little bits of that and other martial arts over the years. Yeah. Um, and, you know, with the fact that all of the cast trained together, how was that really helpful, not just to figure out Kenny's skill set within karate and learn a lot of the moves that you were going to need within the show, but also to be able to kind of play off all the other characters that you were going to come into combat scenes with in, in the season?
1: It was it was really great getting to just watch all of them work together in that environment, because first of all, I love the fact that each and every one of them are so supportive of each other. And that really helped me out and kept me with like an uplifting spirit at all times. And the good thing about watching them was just trying to figure out my technique while watching them and, and taking notes of what they do. Because obviously, Tanner, I'm watching what he's doing because I'm his prodigy. So he's pretty much teaching me in the show. So I need to pay close attention to everything that he's doing, along with all of the other actors. But And I also have to give props to Jacob Bertrand, because he is an elite martial artist. And just watching him, I'm like, I want to be like you someday, because some of the moves that he does is unbelievable. But uh, yeah, yeah, it was really cool getting to watch them and see uh, their dynamic with the stunt coordinators and watch everybody work together.
0: Yeah. And with with the stunt coordinator team, um, it's Don Lee who heads all of that up with the rest of the the stunt team. Are they also on set with you and working out a lot of the choreography and and a lot of the motions on set as well as that training at the beginning?
1: The stunt team is always on set whenever we're doing uh, some stunt choreography. So it's cool because we get to work prior to getting on set and we get to go through the motions. We go very slowly just to get everything down. And once we get on set, it's time to perfect it and go at 100%. And they're really supportive of us. And it's really cool because they teach us everything that we have to do, all of the motions and uh, remembering to stay focused and do all that. But I, I really love them because they've taught me a lot about who I am, honestly, and what I'm capable of.
0: Yeah, and you were talking a little bit at the beginning about Kenny's evolution and we see him at the beginning and you know he's coming into a new situation and a new school his parents aren't really around, his brother is currently in juvenile detention, um, you know, and he's carrying a lot of guilt of that. So he's really kind of in a very isolated and vulnerable space. And then like you said, by the end, you know, he's the person who we suddenly see instigating the bullying when there's a moment where it could possibly end. Um, and so how did you figure out that evolution and the different stages of that journey? Like, you know, this is the moment where he's gonna run away from a fight and he's gonna hide. This is the moment where he's gonna step up and stand up for himself. And this is the point where like, maybe he's gonna take it a a little too far.
1: Yeah, so it, it was. Uh, it's amazing because the stunt coordinators, not the stunt coordinators, the creators, they actually gave me a rundown of everything that Kenny was going to go through in his trajectory from beginning to end. And it was really cool because I got to go through Kenny's journey with him throughout the entire season. What I mean by that is at the beginning, it says it right there. I mean, it says in the action lines, he's scared. He doesn't know what to do. And they also walked me through that on set. And continuing with him, he started to grow a little bit, started to get more furious with the way he was being treated by his bullies. And then all the way towards the end where he's unstoppable at that point And he's going to, he's using all of his frustration out on the Russo. And it, I grew and I just had myself in that mindset of, What would you do if somebody who has been bullying you and tormenting you and making your life awful? What would you do in that situation? And I'm not saying that I'm going to use, you know, physicality or any of that. But Kenny just went with the more frustrated version and decided to hurt him. And I just grew with that. And I put myself in that mindset of a kid who was struggling. And that's how it honestly played uh, on camera.
0: Yeah. You know, and we we see the fact that his parents aren't necessarily home with him a lot. They obviously clearly love him. You know, his mom leaving him the little note with his lunch, his dad calling him and and kind of checking in on him. Um, But they're pulled away a bit. And so even at the beginning, when we see him making breakfast and getting himself ready for school for you, was this something that like, you know, he's been doing this even at his last school, like this is kind of his day to day. Like he gets himself up, he gets himself ready and he's really kind of taking care of himself most of the time when he's at home. Yes, I
1: realized that that was pretty much his life for a long time, even prior to what they showed on Cobra Kai. It's honestly kind of difficult to to watch that just because it's it's unfortunate to see that he doesn't have that family presence around him. And he has many family members, but it's usually him alone by himself. And it's really cool to see at the beginning him with that positive attitude going through the day, even with the struggles of being alone until the bullies honestly got him and that was that was very unfortunate. But no, it, I saw that that was his life before and that was his routine every single day. And I loved filming that entire scene. It was really cool.
0: I know it's it's so heartbreaking especially like you said because he's so excited for the possibility of like I'm going to go to school it's going to be great I'm going to make some new friends I'm going to dance at the bus stop and and I wanted to ask you about filming the scene with the dancing at the bus stop because it's such a fun scene and it plays so great comedically as well Um, did you kind of go in like knowing what his moves were going to be did you try a few different things for that scene
1: when I say I had no idea what I was going to do I had absolutely no idea so I actually asked the, the directors, the producers and the creators, what they want from me. Do they want it more comedic? Do they want it semi good or um, just goofy? And they were like, all of those mixed into one. I said, okay, I'll give you a little good in a, in a little stint and then I'll make it goofy and hilarious. And But no, filming that was funny because they kept giving me ideas of what I can do. And I was like, I'm just going to make it as goofy as possible. That's why I did the sprinkler. I did this one. Like it was, it was just, it was really fun. And then Having the students in the background laughing at me was also hilarious because they were just they were coming after my dance moves. But no, it was it was really cool. It was really amazing to film that.
0: And one of the forms of escapism that Kenny has is, is Dungeon Lord, the video game that he absolutely loves and, you know, cosplays as we learn as well. And it's also a place where he's able to connect and, and talk to other people as well. So it's kind of an outlet when he's at home by himself. But I know that you had to play all those scenes with a green screen. You didn't necessarily have the video game itself. Right. Um, but were the creative team able to, like, tell you a little bit about what the game was, what the characters were, especially because, you know, we see him dressed up as one of the characters from this game and we know that this. This isn't just something that he plays at home, but it's a community that he's involved in as well.
1: Yes, the the creators and the whole entire creative team actually gave me a great idea of what I was going to do, even though I had a green screen with everything. So although I had no idea, I did have a sense of what I was doing and what to press. And he uh, I remember it was one of the it was one of the writers who came up to me and he told me that. Just imagine that you're playing a regular PC game and I forgot what game he, uh, he gave me, but um, it was just push the space button as if you're building. Look over to the left whenever you're whenever you see Leah's text message, get excited. So pretty much it was it was just it gave me a really good idea of what I was doing and what game I was playing. And it, it looked great once it came out on camera because I had no idea I was going to do that.
0: One of the other scenes I I was interested in hearing a a little bit about filming was the scene in the library, because that's one of the first times that we really see Kenny not just fighting back, but being incredibly tactical. And Mm -hmm. also you're going into so many different parts of that library and doing so many different, you know, there's so many tricks and stunts that he's pulling on everybody. Um, And so how did the choreography of that entire scene come together with you and the stunt team and, and the director of that episode?
1: So learning the stunt choreography for that episode and that scene right there, I learned it on the day. So I'm going to say maybe 15 minutes prior to filming all of it. And it took about four to five hours to film. And it was it was it was really strong just because of the fact that that was the first time you saw Kenny fighting back, and it was really cool working with the bullies because they are one of my co- like my closest friends, and it was cool just being in that environment and hurting them for the first time because they really hurt me. But all it's all love at the end of the day. But no, it was that stunt choreography. It was great from beginning to end. I love all of the ideas that they were giving me, and the, my favorite part of that scene had to honestly be whenever I jumped through the books. Because I was like, because they, they, they told me what idea they have, And I was like, um, will that be the, the stunt double or me? And they said, we want you to do that. I said, OK, I'll try it. So what they did, they had two stunt coordinators hold my legs and I just threw, flew through. And then I did the scene continuing after that fighting uh, Slade. But no, all of it was great. All the reactions from all of my uh, cast members were outstanding. And I, I think it played very well on camera.
0: It really did, and and one of the other scenes that has a lot of impact is the the scene where where poor Kenny has his locker filled with milk, and mm. um, wasn't that just it was you and the crew that were filming it, and they were the ones kind of there filming it behind the scenes and, and giving the student reactions.
1: Yes, it was it was all them, all them, even the the
0: handheld device that y'all saw in the uh,
1: in the uh, video with Robbie. It was just them, and they were all laughing, doing all of the laughters. But it was weird because whenever I looked over, I saw all of this camera equipment, all of these people videoing it, and uh, and I was like, "This is really fun." But my only question is, how did they get all that milk in there? That's my only question. So you but didn't no- even
0: see the contraption that they they had to construct. No, it. no, I didn't even
1: see it because I only. I only talked to the person who was constructing the whole entire ordeal and he would he would let me know what's going to happen. I never saw it. Next thing you know, I opened it up and I was filled with milk. But that was one of my favorite scenes to film. And that was the last scene that I had to do that day, because once I did it, I couldn't film any more scenes. That was it
0: and then jumping back to to the karate towards the end of the season when we have the all-state competition mm-hmm. you know going back to what you were saying earlier what's so great about getting to meet Kenny as a character in the season is that we get to see that evolution we see him at the beginning where he can't even stay on the mat you know he's running towards the door every time even though he wants to be able to do it and yeah. then we see him being a real contender against Robbie and even though he doesn't win the fight he's in the fight every single moment up until then and there's a possibility that he could win yeah. um, and so what we was that like in getting to you know particularly work so closely with Tanner on on the choreography of that particular scene but also to really think about what Kenny's skill set was at that point from all of the training that he's been doing and all the emotional baggage that he's bringing onto the mat with him as well.
1: I was extremely impressed with how incredible uh, my character did throughout that entire you know, fight. And it was, it was, it was really strong just because of the fact that he hadn't been training for too long, but Tanner was there and he was uplifting my spirits at all time. And I was, I was actually more nervous for the All Valley than my first day on set, just because of how huge the All Valley was in, in Los Angeles and in the Valley. So I was like, I have a certain standard and I expect myself to do well. And it was, it was really cool because they're all encouraging me to do my best. And it was really awesome to see the growth of my character, Kenny, from all the way back from the first episode to the later episodes and seeing where how far he had come. And I love that conversation between Robbie and Kenny because he's like, your brother would be so impressed with you. And just hearing hearing those words, just like, my brother's not here. My, my my father's not here, or my mother. So just hearing those words from a brother who I feel I feel like is my brother personally, like Tanner. So uh, no, it was it was really incredible just seeing that entire evolution coming to fruition at the end and see him his growth.
0: And I know that they all told you that with the character of Kenny, that they really saw a lot of his trajectory as as being very similar to Danny LaRusso back in the day when he was first kind of learning karate and becoming a fighter. And so how did that influence the way that you wanted to play this character? Or were there any details that you really kind of keyed into with him as a character because of being told that?
1: Yes. uh, I'm going to be honest with you just I really looked up, I really still look up to Daniel LaRusso and Ralph Macchio. Just watching the way he perfected his craft with that character is very powerful. And it was really cool to see how he was struggling until he became the top boss in the valley. And just implementing that into my character, because it is a direct homage to Daniel LaRusso at the beginning especially so it was it was really interesting and uh, intriguing just to see where I could go and what what avenues I could try to go to with my character and see where I could where I could do something different and be creative at all times and try to keep it where it's like a Daniel LaRusso direct homage but making my own at the same time
0: yeah, I think that's the perfect way to approach it. And I know that you've already seen film season five. So can't wait to see it when we eventually get the chance to watch it on Netflix. Thank you so much for, for all of this, Dallas. Yes, thank you so much for
1: having me.